Welcome to Strange Tales from Outer Space, episode 42, right? Yeah! Yeah, I got it right. And it's a special I, one, because we're not alone. It, 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 uh, I, well, I mean, I'm always alone, but that's a completely different story. That's very essential of you, but really, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> we have a couple awesome guests tonight. Technically, it's not even guests. We're doing a joint stream this week. Uh, we have with us not only Strange Tales from Outer Space, Indigo, Krug, and Doc, we have Wildcast. Are you going to say their names, or are you just... No, it's going to be just wild... No. Kind of they, they, <laughs> no. <laughs> I can unmute my mic, because I'm eating dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so let me do a quick round of introductions. Everyone knows me as Doc. Uh, I am one of the co-hosts of Strange Tales Matter Space. I have Indigo. Hi, guys. Uh, Bahalter. Hey, what's up, everybody? Krug. I am Krug. And last but not least, Avid Guru. Howdy, folks. We are doing a special one because we figured, why the hell not? And we tricked a few of you guys back in the middle or beginning of April. Might as well make do on that, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the the fact cue. Yeah. Wait, that's what we called it? Hey, I forgot. Is Baz here to enjoy this? I hope he is. <laughs> right now his head is just exploding like, oh my god, it's real. It's happening. <laughs> anyway, let's figure out what all of you guys are up to this week. Uh, Bahalter, we'll start with you. How was your week last week? Uh, my week was pretty good. Lots of 1% Omna wipes, which make me want to kill myself. But aside oh, from geez. that, um, lots of fun in Wildstar riding around on my big fluffy kitty. You actually oh, you got, got one of those? One? I did. Did you only get the kitty or did you get any of the No, I got all the things. I'm all in. <laughs> uh, that guy. Your yeah. ca- kitty captain Behalter. No, I don't have the title yet because it's broken. Oh. But, uh... <laughs> so lame. Oh, that sucks. Uh, Krug, how was your week this week? My week was good. Um, I am officially a higher level than Indigo and Wildstar. Oh, right. did you Bullshit. Do that? Yep. Bullshit. While, while Indigo was doing pre-show work, I went on to Wildstar and got to level 37, and he's level 36. <laughs> so and that's the last we ever heard of him. Suck it! <laughs> uh, just enjoying my medic, uh, leveling like crazy. That's about it. That was my week. Can I, can I ask you, what's... Behind you on your bed, that's like making a giant lump on it. It's Did you just uh, one fourth make the dead body. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. that's the rest of what Moose left behind last time he was here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Avid, how was your week last week? Uh pretty good, pretty busy. Uh, just you know, work and family, and whatnot. But getting some gaming in, a little bit of WildStar, but uh, I got the Hearthstone bug too, and also playing some Card Hunter. So yeah. you know, kind of popping around. Hearthstone on my phone is kind of a problem for me at work. Like, yeah, I, I was working on someone else's computer, and my boss comes up to me, and I was playing Hearthstone while I did it, and he's like, "Hey, you working?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm on the phone with Microsoft." And he's like, "Oh, what's that on your phone? It's Hearthstone. Why are you doing that while you work? Because it's on my phone, and I can." I'm on I'm hold. Like, <laughs> and yeah, this sucked me in. Whatever. Hey, Nico, how was your week last week? My week was great. Uh, a lot of leveling. Uh, Krug and I have been chugging really along this entire time, which is super, super awesome. We've been having a blast. Uh, excited to actually have our original characters that we wanted to make when the game first came out now, you know. On the correct the, side. It almost took us a year side. to do it. Uh, almost took us a year. So, uh, yeah. No, that's really all I've been doing. And uh, uh, Krug and I got our dance on last night. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. But other than that, uh, it was, it's been a great week. What about you, Doc? I'm afraid to ask what you meant by that, but I should probably know better than to ask. We went to a dance club. That's about it. And oh. I mean, there was a period of time 
where me and Indigo and one of our friend's boyfriends were all kind of in a line dancing together and kind of ignoring the women that were with us. Uh, <laughs> so well, that may have happened. Well, Indigo is engaged, and a, bo- a friend's boyfriend was there, so that only leaves you as a questioning one. I'm wondering why you were there in the, in, in the train and nowhere else. <laughs> anyway. <It's> scary. <laughs> they have cooties, apparently, even at yes. the age of, like, 27. Uh, my week was um, mostly working on a, on a project, a special personal project that I'm very nervous of and I'm very excited for. I didn't get a chance to play a lot of games this week. And I had some family stuff happen at the last minute that uh, we took care of. Uh, just crazy stuff like that. So no real gaming for me this week. But we're going to go through a big list of awesome community stuff and official news stuff. And we're going to talk about something that's uh, had the, the community in a little bit of a divisive uh, conversation the past week or so. So let's start off with, unfortunately, some bad news. If you've been looking at Ready Check this week, um, you will notice that they are not there anymore. They decided that uh, they've been translating from German to English, and they've had a, a German team and an English team working on content for Wildstar, and they have said that you know the workload's getting pretty crazy, and they're going to um, take a step back from the game, at least, uh, at least news from the game. So there are some other places that we can grab it now, but unfortunately not from Ready Check. What do you guys? Do you guys ever check Ready Check that often? Uh, all the time. Yeah, I thought they were a great source for news, and I mean the website was really clean. The guy who made it was was really good at at web developing, and I think that was his actual job in real life. Uh, and it was it was great. It was a wonderful website. I'm sad to see it go. Yeah, it was a really nicely designed site and easy easy on the eyes. Yeah, really easy. What's left? I mean, I, I honestly can't remember what's left in terms of um, getting news in, in, uh, from the game. Like, I honestly can't even remember. Big rumor is that Wildcore is coming back. That's that's the big rumor right now. Really? Uh, yeah. So Wildcore, um, Q Times <clears throat> does a little bit here and there. I know yeah, we're, we're working on, on... Who are those guys? Yeah, well, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, somebody we're working... who's going to, to get you now. <laughs> we're, we're, Look, while Q time versus Mognation, I think there's a bit of a discrepancy in the in the pair. <laughs> yeah, and and as for us, we're we're behind the scenes have been working on something for the last couple of weeks about improving our Wildstar coverage and overall look for Wildstar. But that's not here nor there. We're 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 coming forward and moving moving on. And is it just uh, YouTube a halter and Avid for Wildstar coverage on Mognation, or is there a smug deal as well? No, that's just us. Crazy. We we are it uh, as far as Mognation goes. So I'm going to throw the bone to the next person. We have five uh, lovely personalities here. Who wants to go over the next little bit of information? Uh, Indigo, you're first then. I think you should since it's your fault, Indigo. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, so Tony came out this week and made a post on the forums that 0 to 50 is going to be on hiatus. Um, they are saying, hey, we've, we've heard your guys' uh, uh, conversations. We've heard you guys, you know, ask for more and, you know, we want to give that to you. Uh, you know, we also understand that we've been having technical difficulties and we're going to do a completely revamp. I don't think he said complete revamp, but I think he said that they're going to do a revamp on their studio. Yeah. And, and they're coming back. But it's a hiatus. It's not a cancelization. So that's something that uh, is a positive and you – Krug, or I'm sorry, you, Doc, who uh, is always a negative Nancy, should should remember it's a hiatus. 
Not. Does this mean that Tony's never getting to 50? <laughs> no, he actually he actually is actually this is the funny thing is he's actually still in game leveling. So, which leads me to believe yeah. I wonder that, if they're going to come back with a completely different format, like not just leveling content. If they're going to be like, okay, Tony Ray's in raids now. Tony tackles attunement. <laughs> Tony tackles attunement. <laughs> That'd be good. I'd watch that. I mean, and that would help players too. I mean, quest content's kind of easy. Attunement's a little beyond a, a certain set of people. So I think getting further into that more complex content in that show would be very helpful for the show. Did they say whether or not uh, his Nexus report's going to be canceled as well? Or is it just the 0 to 50 stream right now? It was only zero to fifty yeah. they're talking about because the Nexus report is only coming out when there is like huge it's situational. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, uh, I'm just saying there are five guys right here would love to help out. I'm just saying, just saying. You gave me shit for always asking. Can we come into the studio? <laughs> come into the studio and here you go. You know, there's five of us here. We can totally take this all on. You know what the difference is? You said it, not me. Done. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that that well, finger is the most justified middle finger. Layer. So, so <laughs> since I would say the rest of the conversation is is off of the bad news, we came in with bad news, you know, hiatus for that. We're losing. Um, I wouldn't even call that bad news, but okay. Well, I mean, it's saddened. It's not, you know, it's not the best. I would like to uh, wash us, cleanse us. Uh, of this by watching something very humorous, which is Tony's wife finally getting yes. revenge. Yes, I don't know. I don't know if you guys know this, but Tony, on a regular basis, tweets out videos of him scaring the living daylights out of his wife. Uh, and uh, revenge. so, revenge, revenge is sweet. So I'm just saying, rip headphone users. Oh yes. Oh god, I should turn my headphone down yep. for this. Oh well, it's too late. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose this anyway. Let I, me know when we're done with this video clip. I, I'm going to watch it again because that's how great, amazing it is. <laughs> this is quality. We brought in two other people that are awesome at talking about stuff. And we're watching a, a vine about Tony getting scared. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, no. Hey, hey. You know what? I'm laughing. We're all smiling. We're having a good time. We're ready to move on to the next subject. Well, Do you see <laughs> Abbott's face? See how he handles this stuff? Like <laughs> a rock, baby. Uh, and speaking For those of you listening to the podcast, you can't see Evan's face. That's why it's funny. <laughs> oh my god, he ruined the joke. No, I did. It's for the podcast. I want to hot potato over to Avid. Avid, do you want to go over the next point for us this week? Sure. Yeah. Uh, this was actually fantastic for me. Uh, I didn't know about this until I hit the show notes. So. Music is very big in our household. My wife's a professional musician, so this is very important to me. And I've loved, always loved Jeff Kurtnacker's soundtrack. Uh, it's available on SoundCloud. Uh, somehow it found its way onto my iPod. I don't know how that happened. But, um, <laughs> Weird voodoo But magic. now you can get it on YouTube. So Foxicopter from Reddit has spent the better part of this last year extracting the in-game sound files from Wildstar to compile an unofficial soundtrack. And then Jeff Kurtnacker has actually helped out as well to get a few tracks inserted into this. So there is this huge track list. Uh, it's just, you know, it's a static image and then the music, but it's all there and it's fantastic. Um, I'm one of the lucky few that actually has a signed score from Jeff Kurtnacker. So. Wow. Uh, really? What, what track oh, yeah. did he sign? Oh, it's. Um, oh, shoot. Hang on. You want, one second. 
And while he's doing that, I'm actually looking at the... Uh, really good radio. <laughs> do it live! Uh, I see you follow the same creed we do. But uh, it's it's massive. I mean, his soundtrack, or SoundCloud has maybe 15 to 20 tracks on top of his... And there's more if it's more other personal non-Wildstar stuff. The actual Wildstar extended original soundtrack that, that Foxcopter put together is 200 tracks long. Yeah, 231 videos. That's insane. Yeah, it's, and it's awesome. everything. I forgot some of these things had even names. Like, I, mean, I just think of it as, like, the battle music. These right, yeah. Like, like, this is the sound it makes when you click a button. This is the sound it makes when you, like, successfully sign in. These are all tracks. Like, yeah. two to three minute tracks. The Falcon soundtrack, there. Tribalism, uh, the introduction for character creation. Spurs. The Moody's have their own soundtrack. I didn't know the Moody's had their own soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You listen to it, you'll recognize it. So the one I have here is it's Q number six. A Sanctuary Here. And then in parentheses... The Taurine Sisterhood Wilderness. Oh, yeah, huh. That's actually yeah, a really uh, nice one. I like that. When uh, I can stomach so, Wilder Run. Now, I want to I say to Carbine, though, that even though this is now available here on YouTube, I would still love an official soundtrack disc. You know, a CD or available on iTunes. I would buy that in a heartbeat. Because yes. that's something that I want to support in a big way. Or, or in Indigo's case, he always calls me a hipster. I'll, I'll gladly take that in vinyl, too. Just a vinyl <laughs> collection, a box set of Wildstar music. I mean, there's a lot of things that, honestly, that uh, Carbine makes and has that I'm sure a ton of people would love to purchase. I mean, there's the, the Roused Hour that a lot of people would love to have. There's the little keychain um, um, screen cleaner that they had. There's the T-shirts, an album. I mean... Honestly, I think Carbine could make a, 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 at least a good amount, a decent amount of money off of this. I think it would be really smart of them if they if they did that. Well, there'd we'll be s- no upfront cost. They just sell it digitally. Boom, done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Katie in chat's mean, like, hey, no upfront cost, we'd yeah. also love an official soundtrack out there. Uh, no official info, but they've talked about it. Hmm. Uh, I will hmm. say, favorite song, hands down, Thermal Cold, hands down. Oh my god, uh, oh, I gotta go with Malgrave. One. My god. Oh, Malgrave is pretty good. All those twangy ones, I love them. Yeah. Justice anyway. doesn't always wear a badge. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> that's awesome. The one in Al- Is that Algarox or Malgrave? I forget. I think it's Algarok, but not sure. That was really Anyways, good. Go listen. Judge Krug. for yourself. Let us know which one you like the best. <laughs> you want to go to the next one? Krug? Oh, me? Yes. I thought you were talking to, to, to Avid again. I was like, why were you having two two in a row? That doesn't make any sense. Uh, so... Um, we are looking into uh, PTR and looking at the hologram protocol toys, which is uh, uh, something that I, I'm kind of confused about, to be honest. Maybe you guys can give me your opinions on it. So in the video that we're linking to, you can see uh, a character standing there and using these toys, and it turns him into uh, basically a hologram that's tinted different colors based off of the item he uses. So, for example, the first one is the danger hologram protocol, and it just gives him a really powerful red tint. The second one's relaxation, and he turns blue, and so on and so forth. Uh, my question is, why are they named after like emotions or feelings? Like, and and like one of them's efficiency. Do you think these are going to do something to your character, to your stats as time goes on, or are they just like named for the color? I think they're thematically tied. Yeah, I don't That's think it? it's going to do any. And yeah, I don't think it's going to do anything. Really. But I'm, if you look, if you look in game, all of these different holograms and and. Uh, telegraphs they give out have a specific meaning to them. I mean, obviously, all the red is danger, and, and blue tends to be either a non-effect non or a heal or something. 
Uh, I personally, first thing I thought of was Sentai Ranger, go! Just random Japanese uh, Power Ranger stuff going on, and I instantly thought it's a toy. It lasts five minutes long, and uh, it's it would be fantastic for, for people that cosplay and do uh, costume stuff for, for events. Yeah, I think it's super awesome uh, to just have something that affects your character like that, because I, I love being able to like change the way your character looks. I, I just thought of this, though. Do something, though. Imagine if you combo the hologram protocol toys with the laser phasers, and you have, like, different teams that have different color codes, and you run around in a house maze. Hey, that'd be cool. I, oh, you, that's you know, If you idea. took the laser tag stuff and then had the teams colored, and then when you mm. shoot somebody, they turned a different color. Ooh. Oh, my God. Kind of like zombie in old Halo. I'm just yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That'd be Everybody awesome. Carbine is in chat. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know well, what? I, I, think I would we stream just created that. a new PvP match. I'm just saying <laughs> that would be great. It's like a, our I'd version of Griffball. Tag. Right? That'd be awesome. Uh, let's see. And for the lore part, as Indigo falls asleep, Behalter, you want to go over this next part? Uh, sure. Um, this is from Pappy. Pappy basically put out a statement, uh, letting everybody know that the lore has come to a close for the time being. Um, but there is more on the horizon. They're going to be opening up Lormageddon pretty soon, uh, answering questions that people have submitted from the community. Um, and I didn't get a chance to read the Genesis Prime lore yet, but uh, I'm really looking forward to the next chapter of what we have to see in lore. Yeah, it's really exciting. Uh, apparently it's the 5th that they're doing Lormageddon. He says it's uh, in two weeks from the day he posted, which was the 21st. So nice. that's that's cool. I loved Lorm again. The idea of doing that, just being like, hey, we have a game with all this lore, but we don't hit every point. If there's something you want to know, let us know and we'll just tell you. Like, that's the best thing in the world. Do lops bleed. <laughs> <laughs> you know we, Moose we, is going to ask that. Moose where did do ask snarky that. come from? No, yeah, where did they come from? Do they give snarky, like, comebacks in Lormageddon? Is that a thing? They no, so Moose actually he got uh, really tweeted. comment. Uh, no, I don't think it was snarky. It was I think a little snarky. No, he goes. He Moose asked uh, Pappy, uh, "Do what color is Lop's blood?" And the reason we were having this conversation is, with some we were talking on vent, and we were talking about uh, a Lop torture chamber. Let's just leave it at that. All right. Uh, and yeah. so we're like, oh, it, too bad you couldn't have like red blood. And we're like, oh, are Lop's bleed red or purple or you know, wonder what color it is, and. Yeah, and so someone said, uh, I know, uh, Moose says, I know, I'm just going to tweet Pappy. So he tweets Pappy, what color is uh, Lop's blood? And his response is, I don't know, but probably something shiny. Boom! You see what he did <laughs> See, Lops don't bleed their own blood. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I am really confused by that because I always thought their blood was like like cotton balls. I thought they were just like stuffed animals. <laughs> they were really just stuffed animal aliens. Out. Yeah, that was always my thought. Just marshmallow fluff. Just That'd be <laughs> awesome. It's so tasty. Oh, yeah. dear God, a cannibalism is on a whole new meaning now. <laughs> Eat a lop, lose 5,000 reputation with every faction, and gain 30 health. That or, would be a good Or gain 5,000 with the Marauders. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that was a really short one, but if you want to go over to the next bit, uh, Bahalta, that'd be awesome. We have a new thing on the uh, deep dive. Uh, Starcom Basin? Yeah. I didn't really read this. And I haven't seen <laughs> the Starcom Basin yet. Oh, has honest. anybody else had a chance to check out the Starcom Basin on PTR? I haven't done it in-game. I, I don't like doing the new zones in-game before they come out. 
I don't yeah. know why. I mean, it's I'm going to play them like one way or the other. I don't understand why my opinion is that way, but it is that way. Uh, Indigo or Avid, have you guys had a chance to check out Starcom Basin? I have not done it either. No, I, I, I don't do any PTR stuff because my gaming time is limited already. But uh, reading the article, the deep dive... So here's the thing about this is that I have a strong dislike at this point in my life of dailies, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. But the thing I did like seeing in there is that the they're looking at having some form of rotating dailies. And I think that's like the first step down the road to doing things where you could have people you know, grinding for reputation or, or that sort of thing in a more interesting way, in some way that makes it more interesting to come back day after day. And I think rotating dailies is, is a very good first step. So I mm-hmm. actually got a chance to go in there for about two days. Uh, I went once with, with Moose and once on my own. And the rotating dailies, I liked in World of Warcraft and Truce and Pandaria. Uh, I like the idea and the concept here because it definitely creates a longer uh, shelf life for the daily zones. And it's not just... Uh, two sets of dailies. They're actually they're tied to the different factions that are in Starcom Basin. So it's not just the Dominion and the Exiles. The Marauders are in there. The Strain is in there, and the Ichthians that have been kind of missing since I think Farside. They come back with the vengeance, and what, whatever everybody wants is underground, and that leads you into the Bay of Betrayal. And the they, some of the daily quests are going to be kind of they'll overlap a little bit, like kill X creature or something. But uh, the, for the most part, they're kind of tied in with the other characters. You know, one day I did it, I did the first day with the Ichthians, with uh, Meridos Moose, and then the second day I did it with, I believe, the Strain. And what they do is, every day or so, I don't know how, I don't know how their timer is going to work, but every period of time, they a new faction has wrestled their way and, con- and is controlling Starcom Basin. So not That's only cool. are you dealing with the other two groups, should you want to complete dailies from the previous days, you now have a whole new slew of dailies to go after with the new group and push them off a of control for Starcom Basin. So looking at the article, uh, it, I mean, it's kind of hard to get enough dailies to rotate them often enough so that they feel fresh. Like, they'll feel fresh for a certain amount of time and you add more and they'll feel fresh for longer, but in the end, you do get tired of them. In the end, they do become repetitive no matter how many times you rotate them out. Uh, what it says is that the reason they rotate, like you were saying, is because um, a new group claims control of the zone. But there are three groups contesting the zone, so I'm curious as to if that means that there are only three rotations for dailies, and if they're going to go in the same order every single time, or if it's going to like go back and forth between two and then to the third, and then like you know, not basically like one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, or even beyond that, if one faction is going to have its own rotation of dailies. Another faction is going to have its own rotation. So there's more than three total rotations. I think that would might be, be more interested. accurate. I hope I'd anyway. Be, I hope, yeah, because I don't... I mean, three different sets of dailies doesn't really seem like enough in order to get the the benefit of yeah. rotation. And it's tiny, so, too. Well, Starcom Base is tiny. If you want a world PvP, that's the place you want to do it in. It's hectic, it's fast-paced, it's smaller than Northern Wastes. Northern Wastes wow. is pretty small. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, my my question is is how long does it need to stay fresh? I mean, since we are adding new zones on a very regular basis, how fresh do you need to keep it and for how long? Well, but the reputation grind is really long. Yeah. I mean, certainly to me. It's, you know, and then you get to a new level and it's like, "Oh yeah, all that work you did before, you got to do all that again just to reach the next level." And so 
for me, I think part of the magic formula is is lowering those higher requirements a little bit. You know, it can still be a grind, but yeah, you know, my goodness, the grind it takes to get to the top reputation level in this mm-hmm. game is is quite a bit. Yeah. But on the bright side, the new adventure will be able to kind of overlap some of that gear. So really when you're able like from what people have been saying about Bay of Betrayal, the gear is nice. The gear is real nice. So you may not have to max out your reputation with Starcom Basin. If you choose to, I mean, once you cap your Elder Gems, that's they feel like they move fast enough in Starcom where you can get some gold really quickly, even almost quicker than normally currently do. I mean, I spent 45 minutes in Northern Waste, and I picked up nearly a plat in just doing the quest and nothing else. If wow. you can combo that with Starcom, you're looking at a plat to do a day, you're going to start really getting some economy going. Um, if you ha- when you have time to get it in there, combo that with ship hands and Bay Betrayal, uh, there you're gonna start seeing the economy raise and change, and and you're gonna start seeing people's people want to go into the daily zones a little more. Hopefully, I probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> Just be honest. Well, let's move on from there. Uh, there is a community uh, event going on. There's two community events. One had just happened yesterday, as of this recording, and one of them is happening soon, I believe. Let's go over the one happening soon, and we're doing a, what they're calling a, a PTR call to arms. So, as we're keeping with the PTR theme, um, on the uh, the Wildstar forums, Chew the Toy has been asking people if they're interested in checking out PTR for three v three arenas. And his only rules are PvP gear only, no PvP, PvE gear whatsoever. And since you're going to be in PTR, it's really easy to get the gear going. And they ask you to mark yourself. They're asking for everyone to show up on May 2nd at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. GMT. They're going to be on Nexus, obviously the only server on PTR, and Fade. There's got to be Exile. And they're going to be doing a bunch of duels, solo queuing for threes, uh, and they're going to be—they're basically going to be doing solo queues for back, battlegrounds as well, and pre-made for threes as well. They want to kind of break PTR and see what sure. these changes are, because people are claiming that uh, there's another much-needed hug to PvP going on this match as well. And I know uh, some of us here do PvP enough; some of us don't. What do you guys think about that? And if you guys might participate, I don't. Uh, I mean, it's nice, and, and no matter what they do, whether it's like. A valid test or an invalid test, the results they get are going to be useful to Carbine, assuming they report them. But uh, I'm I'm kind of confused as to why they don't want tanks. Like I, I don't understand why they don't want to just let everybody do what they're going to do because it's not like in live there's that kind of restriction. So why are they why are they negating that data? Why are they saying we don't want to gather this information? Because that's that's what it says they're there to do. Yeah. They, any any interested to be in testing drop five on PTR for three v three arenas, like. And then he says, I'd like to get as many groups going to test the upcoming changes for all the classes and see how each side fares. But then after that, he says, no tanks. Which is very odd. Teams of three, any comp- composition, no tanks. I mean, even people... Like, why do you not want that information? I'm sorry, Evan? Yeah, I was just saying, that is really weird. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't know the reasoning behind it. I don't understand the reason behind it as well. It seems like if you're going to do pre- pre-made... Te- we're gonna do pre-made that's your threes. second stroke today. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna do pre-made threes, some compositions do rely on at least one tank. I mean, granted, if you're gonna go into balancing the Holy Trinity, seems in theory the most balanced of the three. Sure. Uh, some team comps just forego that with doing double DPS or some hybrid combination. 
It's just kind of odd that they just kind of ask people not to. But that's the point. People will make the choices they make, and some people on live will have a tank at least one. Maybe some people will do three tanks. And I wonder if that restriction only applies to them asking for pre-mades threes, or that's going to also move into the battlegrounds, because then that just seems foolhardy. Yeah. You yeah. I mean, there are tons yeah. of compositions for Walatiki and for Bloodsworn that rely on at least one to two tanks getting right into the mix and just going, rah, kill me, bring it, bro. I don't know if bro is <laughs> a word they would use. Does this mean uh, tank nerf incoming? Some tank mm-hmm. nerfs have been happening. I think uh, Warriors got a bit of a, a hit the last Warriors few weeks. Off last PTR. Eh, no. That's what, I, that's what it felt like to it, me. It felt like, uh, I know a few Warriors have been saying that it seems like a buff on paper, but in, in exercise, when you're doing all the kinetic energy drain and everything else, it's actually it's a nerf to what they're used to right now, which means it probably brings them more into line. Maybe. I'm not a warrior. I wouldn't know. You play warrior more than I do, so. Yeah. They're nice. I bow down to your knowledge. That was just nothing. I suck at it. <laughs> well, <laughs> to be honest. The thing is, is, what Doc said is absolutely true. I mean, the, the changes that they made were, oh, okay, instead of three strikes, you're making one large strike. Oh, and the things that boost you instead of it being a one-time temporary thing, it can last you a long time, but your kinetic energy, the thing that is why you're hitting harder, uh, is going to drain. So overall it and that's what i'm saying like it feels like if you play correctly it, it'll be a buff but if it, it'll be harder to play correctly that's what it feels like to me possible in chat has an interesting point which is that if they're trying to do testing within a set window of time if you've got tanks around you're going to be dragging out matches whereas if you don't oh, have tanks, things i can are see that go really quickly and that way if they can just test you know the queuing system or how the arenas work or you know stuff like that then you can just pop through it faster yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. You gather more data by losing a certain set of data. But as long as you're aware that you're losing that set, it's not a huge problem. Oh, that, that makes sense to me. I hope that they put that much thought into it themselves. I'm pretty sure once we go live, there'll be enough tanks that are going P- in PvP to help make up that data. And oh, go, yeah. Okay, here's what we actually see is going on. Yeah. But we got well, one, two more things and the big thing happening. Uh, I did not have a chance to, to enter this and join this. I had to take care of some family stuff yesterday. But uh, apparently... Uh, the NBD list? What is that? The Next, second the NBD Nex- list. Nexus, Nexus Best, Best Dressed. Ah, that's what it was called. The Red Carpet Gala and Fashion Competition. So I wasn't there. Gentlemen, yeah, I believe there. half of you guys were there. How was it? <laughs> I was not there either. Damn. Indigo. Wah, wah, Indigo, wah. Go, go. Yeah. Who, who was there? Who, 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 does anyone, does Indigo anyone was know? There. Oh, No one yeah. important was there, but Indigo was no. there. <laughs> no, actually, so I was a, a guest judge, and it was it was really fun. Actually, um, I had a blast. Uh, we were actually on Kilzem's property. There it is. There's the photo. Sorry, guys. I was trying to speak and get the the damn thing to work. Uh, we were judges. That's actually a, a shot of all of the judges, and right here is actually a shot of the costumes, uh, the contest. Uh, it was really, really fun. Uh, we had a little... Everybody was RPing there. We had people, like, running a bar. There were people uh, dancing and having fun, and then um, they came across... The goal uh, for this is actually to happen uh, once a month, uh, is what oh, they're cool. going to try to do. Uh, which I think is super, super awesome. Um, and I like I'm, one I, of the medics is just in raid gear. Like, what? what? <laughs> I am that awesome. <laughs> what? I think I see Mystique in there. It's pretty cool. Like a yeah, we, like an orange so, Mystique. 
so you can't really see it, but um, um, the other side, you see the uh, where the fish are in the photo. Uh, you see kind of a guy like this. That is someone actually uh, dressed up as a Joker. What? Uh, pur- purple, green, green slicked back hair. Uh, it was white face. It was it was great. It are was, you allowed to tell us if that's who you voted for or not? Uh, yeah. Full yeah. disclosure. Okay. No, no, I vote – there was multiple um, multiple things. Actually, he was so awesome, we actually introduced a new category, which is cosplay, basically. Like, a character oh. that is dressed up as a superhero or villain, kind of. Sure. And he, he actually won that. So, uh, That's cool. Yeah, yeah there's we, been a we, few of them. I mean, there was there's the Joker. I mean, we see Mystique in there. I think last time at Thade Fest, we saw uh, Cammy and Vega. There was Iron Man who was also there. Like, I'm – Literally, I'm surprised at how well people can translate other mediums into this game. Yeah, it was um, it was really awesome. I mean, uh, someone correct me if I, I miss on uh, who was all judging, but uh, myself was there, Kelzam was there, Moose was there, um, Old Man Blue who was streaming it, which is someone I would actually really like to get on the show. Um, uh, Chestnut was there, and Doom Kitty was actually uh, running the entire event. Uh, it was great because Tony was there, and the people people that were on the stream were like, "Oh, tell Tony I love him. He's so wonderful." <laughs> <laughs> What's it um, like being a Z grade celebrity, Tony? I'm sure it's hard to get used to that. That's weird. <laughs> uh, but it was it, it was it was a blast. I had a lot of fun, and I I volunteered to help out on the next one if they if they so choose to have me back. So you guys should t- check it out. It was it was tons of fun. Apparently, Kelzam's uh, last post on his Tumblr has a photo set from the event. I really hope he sends us that link so that we can put it in the show notes. That'd be great. And then, <laughs> well, let's move on from that one. Uh, there are patch notes that just recently came out. Um, we, we'll put a link in the description for it. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that was fixed and changed. Uh, itemization, ito, itemization core? <laughs> yeah, I can never say that raid boss. The boss in a box. Y83 got a bunch of love. There are just kind of fixes and changes of tiny degrees and replacing people that got moved out of the way. Nothing massive, but a few interesting points where Elder Runes can now be bought from the contract vendor. So that's going to be at least a little easier if you're looking for more runes. Uh, mounts and mount pieces will no longer be soulbound to your character. And they can be put onto the auction house. Uh, I, I went... Hmm, that's interesting. I, I think that that's going to make some of the more intense pieces. Like, is the ramen piece... Do uh, you guys want to talk about the ramen shop pieces? Where do you yeah, guys no. get those? Yeah. Uh, those are... From the group content, I don't even remember what the name of the currency is. Oh, um, uh, Glory. Renown? No, or, no, no, not Glory. Renown. 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 Yeah. I, yeah. I can yeah. see those like making their way onto the auction house. People that don't want to put the time in doing that kind of group content. Especially, uh, say, maybe a Glitter Kitty hoverboard and other pieces like that. Or, like, the Elden stuff, if that won't be soulbound anymore when you acquire it. Uh, I, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know how that one's going to work, but the fact that some of the more sought-after pieces aren't just going to be locked into your stuff, uh, kind of like the ScanBot hats, uh, like the Marauder pieces, I wonder if that's going to make an impact on uh, economy and, and whatnot. I, now... What is your guys' opinion about that? Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Or are you guys just kind of neutral about it? I don't see the bad, like, making more ways for you to spend your money is nice. Making more ways for people to make money is nice. I, I never really saw why they were sold down to begin with. I'm like, neutral. Is there a reason for that that you guys can point out from experience in other MMOs that I don't have? 
Um, in my personal opinion, I, the negative I see is that you're not you're not forcing people to try other content. Uh, I'm out. I don't well, see I that mean, as a negative. You don't see <laughs> that as negative. No. I mean, I, if you have a PvP specific item or a costume piece. Right. Let's just uh, like or mount piece saying I'm awesome at PVP. So I'm going to be able to I have to work hard to get the PVP mount item. Right. So that you're driving around and showing it off. Oh, no, I don't have to do that. I can just have gold to buy it. That's a negative to me. I actually have a I have a tinfoil hat reason for this that actually belongs in our later section. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that segue. I mean, I'm very excited. I, I, before we go into that in just a moment, I, I'm going to say I feel a little neutral on it. I'm okay with people being special snowflakes in games. If you put the effort towards it, I, I think you should reap the rewards of it. Uh, making this more more accessible is kind of cool. If I really like that piece. At the same time... Um, it feels like it dilutes it a little. I think that they're going to counter that with like things being more rare and their drop percentages, or they'll be more expensive from the vendors to make up for that cost of being more widely available. Uh, and then we're actually going to move on. If uh, Bahalter, you'd want to add in on this? Uh, well, I mean, I I'm pretty neutral on it too. I I actually think that there are some things out there that are pretty hard to get. So if you have the ability to put them on the auction house, you're going to see them in game more. It'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. And now we're just going to segue into this. And we mentioned it a little bit yesterday, or last week, I should say, last podcast, about the stuff. Um, oh, wait, I missed one thing on the customization. Uh, I think we can move that probably to next week because this is going to be a big chunk of discussion time here, huh? This oh, yeah. next big piece. Okay, we'll do that. Yeah. Especially since uh, Behalter <laughs> and Avid haven't had a chance to talk about this yet. Uh, we're going to definitely see what their opinions are on it. And uh, I'm going to go through the facts again. This is just the facts. We're going to reiterate it from episode 41. As of last week, in the Australian region, the Oceanic region, t- actually in Australia, not anywhere else in that area, uh, people were saying that the physical box copy of Wildstar was being pulled from the shelves. No one gave an official reason for it. They were just pulling it out. Uh, there was only happening in one region, not happening in EU, not happening in South America. Are they even in South America? I forget. Not happening in North America. Um, some retailers have kind of been low already or they have already pulled them long, long ago or they just sold out or never got a lot of copies. Anyway, less than, what, 24 hours after that uh, mention on the subreddit, a new promotional advertisement happened for Wildstar. Well, it, it, it wasn't subreddit. I mean, it was an actual announcement from Wildstar. And yeah. it was less than, I want to say, like five hours. Like that's yeah. – it was it was a it was very very quick. It was not it was not a, a substantial amount of time between when the news came out and when the box sales announcement came out. Sorry. Yeah. And they called this the mystery box promo. Basically, if you went and got a physical box copy of WildStar, it would it would actually you could you could give that game time to an existing account instead of having to buy a brand new account, or you could get a brand new account if you wanted to. And you would get a code for one of three random prizes. Behalter, what were the prizes? Uh, the prizes were a Snarflinks mount, which was pretty cool. A uh, big kitty that swallows you up and you ride around inside of. A uh, glitter kitty hoverboard, which looks like Hello Kitty threw up all over it. Yes, it mm. does. <laughs> it does. Hearts and rainbows and all that stuff. And then a pretty kick-ass Marauder costume uh, with a cool hat and jacket. Best shoulders and, in the game. Yeah. So people put two and two together, and they said, hey, 
uh, games being pulled, a lot of them neglect to say from one region only, not from the entire region, and new promo that asks you for physical box copies, uh, what are they doing here? And and then the speculation train went off the goddamn rails. Uh, in fact, uh, Amazon still has box copies, and they'll price match everybody. Best Buy still has copies, and people have been videotaping themselves walking into Best Buys and grabbing the box, box copy, but the but physical box really? copies have been kind of rare. Is that a thing? Is that a yeah. thing that happened? Someone went onto the... Well, we put a link on the forums in the subreddit, and he went on a grand adventure, walked to his local Best Buy with his camera phone, and was like, <laughs> I'm going to find Wildstar. I'm going to find Wildstar. I found Wildstar. Click, and then in-game, he's like, Glitter Kitty Hoverboard, bitches! <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh, that's bald. For those who the audio version of the podcast, in the middle of that story, Behalter holds up four boxed copies of Wildstar and, because he's apparently rolling in it. And Chestnut in chat says, Amazon will only allow you three per account. You can only buy three boxes from Amazon per person. That's cool. I have more than one Amazon account, so. <laughs> and we actually bought a few, and we're going to raffle out another uh, box copy tonight. We are. Um, yep. We'll do that after this discussion. Yes, we will. So I'm going to put one more piece out there, and I'll let you guys talk about it a little bit. Uh, because of that whole went off the damn rails, everyone started talking about buy-to-play, free-to-play, and Wildstar again. And from there, I'm going to kind of let it out into the ether, and uh, if someone would like to pick it up, I believe Avid has a paper tin- tinfoil hat theory about this somewhere connected there. Well, and he just... says and raised. I don't know if you see that. Yeah, <laughs> he's very patient. <laughs> Been waiting the whole show for this. <laughs> um, so just to connect back a little bit to those mounts being uh, no longer soul bound, doesn't that sort of scream like that'd be a really nice thing for cash shop? So somebody could spend money, buy a mount, turn it around, sell it on the auction house is like another way of doing what cred does right now, right? I can because see that. If we do go buy to play, free to play, what's happening to cred? Is cred going away? Might be. And so then you still want to give people some way of, well, here's a thing you can buy and then turn around and sell it in game and get plat. I mean, that's what happened with this promo right now, right? We've got the mount, the hoverboard, the costume. I forget which one's highest, but the highest, isn't it the mount is going for 30? Yeah. Plat uh, like 30, 35 plat. Like 40 or Oh wow, you yeah. more? Yeah. Holy. Right. Which with cred still in the system right now, I mean that's kind of a cool thing because if you go buy a box and then you uh if you open up the the promo item and you get the mount and you decide to sell it, well now you really just bought yourself 3 months of subscription, right? Um but then if if all this comes to a head later and we don't have a subscription, then what are they going to do about that? That's a that's kind of a whole other thing. Um, so I just want to interject. We're talking about like uh, cred maybe possibly going away and subscription. The thing is, is that with cred and these box sales, the fact is, is they're giving you a month free uh, with this box. So people like uh, like uh, Beholter who bought five boxes, he now has five. We just gonna raise them every time. Beholter who bought eight boxes. Beholter who bought all of the boxes and then resold <laughs> them to stores. I mean, He's single handedly controlling the market on Snarf and Link's mounts. Beholter who bought Carbine and then stole all their <laughs> um, If that's the case, and they. <laughs> nice loop, create glasses. <laughs> Was that your uh, with it? Well, uh, yeah. If. If. Uh, 
anyway, sorry. But Halter's got five months now. Let's say in two, three months they decide to go buy to play, free to play. What are those monthly subscriptions going to mean? Which means that if it let's imply again that it does go to some sort of other payment method, that there will also be a subscription option. So Kelzam actually made a good point, um, and he says in chat, no matter what happens, cred still has to hold value because of how many players are invested in it. So there are people who bought months and months of game time with in-game currency by buying cred. So they have those things that paid off for like four months. What are they going to do if they get rid of cred completely and they have all these players with four months of game time already paid for? Well, like, again, I pay for my subscription in three months, in three month increments. So what's going right. to happen to the two months that I have left if they, you know, cancel it a month after? Like, what's going to happen to that? Do I get in-game currency? Do I get my money back? Like, right. Well, again, that that says to me, or it, I mean, it screams to me, you know, cash shop opportunity where they have a cash shop and there's some sort of currency that's associated with that. And uh, and and they'll just give you wads of that currency, which is sort of the SWOTOR model of how that's that's done right now. Which, in you know, as much as I'd rather have a subscription game, in general, I'm okay with that as long as they don't go to this you know loot box sort of thing where you buy boxes in the cash shop and then it's a gamble on what you get out of it. I smite style. I don't like that either. Hate that. Yeah, that's kind of garbagey. Yeah. And it kind of brings up other interesting questions, like in the contract that we all agreed to when we started playing this game and paying for this game, do they have do they stipulate that they can do that with your monthly subscription fee? Like if you pay in months at a time and then they get rid of the fee, what are they allowed to do with your money? Like do they have to give it back? Are they allowed to just say, Okay, you get a plat per month that you paid for already? Like what's the what's if, what are the rules? If you read any terms of service contract from any video game you have no rights yeah (laughs) (laughs) you're basically paying for the privilege right 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 and and yeah to a certain extent but i I, that feels like such a weird case i don't know maybe it's not a weird case to them but to me it feels like something that they could have easily overlooked now uh i'm just trying to sit here and uh gather my thought on it i just lost my thought never mind Holy crap, that never that really happened twice a minute. So, um, so the, we'll go back because we were having a very, very in-depth conversation last week on the post-show about yes. this, which is my personal opinion is is it, it doesn't make sense for you to go free-to-play after offering a sale like this, at least not for six to eight months. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it doesn't make sense. Like it sounds like something that they may announce – uh, it, within a few months, but it won't take action for a long time because of cred and because of all of that other stuff. You have to have a limitation on how that works, and if it does, it will. It has to come with a subscription um, base, subscription plus cash shop, blah blah blah. You know, system. Oh, you would hope. You know. Now, if, here's uh, another thought. Did somebody just fall into a filing cabinet? <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like. That was the multi people in my house, but Abby, go ahead. <laughs> it's no fireworks, so, but still bad. Here's here's another thought, which is that potentially everybody's just sort of running around like their hair is on fire and, and catastrophizing this whole thing. Maybe all they really want to do is put out a new box, and they're like, yeah. "Hey, 
we've got all these boxes on the shelves. If we want to put out a new box as part of a new marketing push, how do we get rid of the old ones right. and make some money off and of And that was my speculation too. Like, yes, this could mean so many things, but the only thing that we know for a fact is that they want to get rid of boxes. What is that face you're making, Doc? Oh, I don't know if you could hear it. Just people making lots of noise in this house. Yeah. I'm like trying to oh. do a show here. Well, well, uh, actually, I want to I want to add on to Avid's, and I mentioned this last week. Uh, there's yeah, very there's very heavy fines for companies that do not deliver on the promises promises made on their products. And if we take a look at MMO games, uh, typically they once in a while or when a big expansion happens, some of their new boxes that come out will have updated information. Wildstar's box is outdated. I mean, they have taglines like 40 man rating and stuff like that on there. And you could construe that as being false advertising. If someone who's never really heard of the game and only told it's really good to pick it up, you got to play it, picks it up and goes, what the fuck? Uh, this sounds really awesome, but this game has none yeah, of this. that's true. And it doesn't have 40-man rating anymore. Does it say 40-man rating on the box? Oh, I yeah. can't. Yeah, it does. Yeah? Oh, let me look. Let's uh, find out. <laughs> <laughs> Just pick a random box and look through it. <laughs> but uh, there are other, other, other branches of merchandise like say cars i work with car with car companies if they get heavy fines and lose their licenses if they've if they if people claim they're doing false advertising on their products for minor stuff like if it's not a stick shift it's automatic someone can go to court and say these guys lied i wanted this car with this and it's not this so give me everything you own i can only imagine what a game company can do someone tries to pull that bullshit and go these boxes claim it has this content in it but when i went into the game even though it's been eight months since release and they changed it that content no longer exists i paid for this product it's out there it's harebrained but people have sued for less People have sued for, like, toenail clippers malfunctioning or, like, I don't know. I can't think of something stupid enough because they're too stupid and I'm not that stupid. But people will sue over fucking anything. Like, yeah. it, it's just absurd. And they could but, just want to get rid of boxes. Like, just plain and simple, as, as Avid said. Like, I just, I got, I'm done. Out. Peace. We're going to put new shit well, out there. Not only is it 40-man raids, but I believe it also says that there will be monthly updates. I don't know. I don't know. We have boxes. Why don't we look? <laughs> <laughs> Because that was that was the big promise in the very beginning is, is that we were going to be getting monthly updates on the game. We're different. Uh, and so and that changed to quarterly. And then we went from 40 man to 20 man raids. So those are two huge, huge things that are being promised, especially, you know, number of content. Mind you, it probably also says somewhere on the box uh, content may vary. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's also I mean, if I was in charge of doing something like that for a company like that, I'd say, hey, somewhere on the box you need to put that this shit might change because this shit might change. So we don't want to be put in this exact situation we're describing right now. And I guess while Behalter is doing the research for us, he could look for that disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> now, Moose, Moose just said that it does not say monthly updates yeah, on Yeah, I the don't box. see that anywhere on it. But I gotta ask you guys, what are your, what are your personal thoughts on this whole timeline of events? And, and the uh, box uh, promo itself. So the box promo itself is fun. I like the advertising. I don't care that it's not accessible to players who have been here since the very beginning of time because you're not entitled to anything, is my personal opinion. 
Um, I don't really... I, I just kind of want to know what it was for. Like, I, I want to see what the result is going to be. I want to see if it nothing happens and we're just, like, left with these promo boxes and then they, you know, whatever, just keep releasing boxes or if they release a new box or if they go change their payment model. Like, I'm just curious. I don't really have any speculation. Until the game changes into something that I don't want to play anymore, I'm just going to keep playing it. Okay. Anybody else? Sense. Well, I think, I mean, to go back to to... Indigo kind of brought up the point of there are other reasons to get rid of these boxes and there's other reasons to have this promo but we've seen this before in other games so like I believe Terra did pretty much the exact same thing mm-hmm. right before they went to their, their change Did they have model. a box sale? They did have a box sale. They, they had boxes? a mount available with it. So I, th- I think that's a lot of where, where this speculation has come from that people are like eh, mm, well other games have done this uh, what's Wildstar's next step? Because that's what these other games did, and they went free to play or buy to play. Hmm. I actually do want to add to that. I don't know if anybody, as there was a keen, it's a small podcast called Kind of a Big Deal a Gaming Podcast, and they caught mm. this before we did, and they saw something very interesting with NCSoft. A lot of their American sites uh, for Aeon, for Lineage 2, they're advertising something called Truly Free. And I don't quite know what that is because I mean, isn't and I think Terra has it too. And isn't Terra already free to play? What would it be different between truly free and free to play for that? Uh, one thing the guys from Kind of a Big Deal Gaming Podcast did notice was that WildStar was the only lo- only product in their entire line that did not have a truly free version of the site. No advertising for it, no mention of it, no URL for it. But if you if you go look for truly free uh, dot like Aeon Online or something like that. There's a site there, and it talks about Aeon Online being truly free and what their differences are. Uh, it's it's uh, it, I, I see we're beholder a lot of the community as well, and I'm I'm honestly fifty uh, fifty on it. We're like, hey guys, look, we're not saying it is, but look at the facts. This is the track record. Uh, I wouldn't wouldn't be surprising if this if it moved into this category, but they're advertising their other games as being free to play and truly free, and yet Wildstar is not on the list. So where does it fall into there? I don't know. Right. Well, that's that says to me that whatever model they're looking at moving forward with, that there will be a subscription option. I, I do hope they don't go the SWOTOR route in so far as, yeah, there's a free version of the game and we're just going to gimp you horribly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because I think SWOTOR does a really bad job of that. Yeah, and um, I think they only get away with it because of the property. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. If any other game I... tried that, they'd be dead. So, so my suspicion on this... W- uh, this whole entire thing went in a completely different direction. And uh, this was my honest-to-God opinion is uh, when the news came out about the boxes uh, being pulled from uh, Australia, um, it went, oh, my God, the game's going buy-to-play, free-to-play, whatever, whatever your payment model. And that, it was being shouted from the, the top of the mountain. Then Carbine went out and said, boom, we're doing this as well. So my my feeling was is that this was a promo plan that was for the future – uh, and basically when the news came out that this happened, that they rushed this through, sent it out because it wasn't completely prepared, in my opinion. Like there were a lot of backlash that that gamers were having saying this is BS. You know, I've been supporting this game, you know, since day one and I'm not getting anything unless I have unless I go out. You're You're not helping me out. So my honest opinion was, is that this was their. Retaliation against the free to play, buy to play 
news that was coming out. But well, in that scenario, what 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 was the reason for pulling boxes? I, I don't think it was there. I don't I don't know how that market works, and I don't know how and why it's Australia first. Like I don't I don't understand any of that. I don't I wonder know if, if it was Carbine that made the decision to pull it, or if NCSoft was. And say it's basically Carbine's working on this box promo, and NCSoft decided to make an executive decision and pull something. I don't know. But why is it Australia first? Is there some sort of rules and regulation in Australia? That's that's. that's that's what I would tend to guess. I mean, because Australia was the first one to pull when uh, Tesso changed over. So I would assume that something with Australia and the games they sell, there's certain rules and regulations that they have to follow. Australia, really first and day changes, anyway. first and truly free. Yeah. <laughs> can yeah, I make, so, a, can I yeah, make an admission? Go for yeah. it. Yes. I, I, don't, I don't really like any of the promo items. <gasps> what? Blasphemer! That's fine. Oh, there, no. there are lots of items in the game. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I know. But I like, uh, yeah. looked at all the pro items. I'm like, uh, well, I definitely don't want the hoverboard. No. And the kitty really doesn't do it for me. And the 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 only thing about the Marauder outfit is that I want the hat without the mask. Yeah, I agree with that one. It, if it didn't have the faceplate, you know, it'd be it's much like more I desirable. want that hat, but I want to see my big guy's mug underneath it, you know? <laughs> big Captain so. Rockman with the big old bushy grassy mustache. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I'm, I'm kind of on that point. I I don't like the a lot of the reaction towards it in the sense of where's our thing? Where's our thing like uh, Oh, yeah, that was horseshit. I mean, I'm I'm trying to be a little more conservative cuz I know I think um Mogdation is also going to tr- promote this show as well, but uh, that mentality is bullshit. You, no <laughs> one owes you jack. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to quote Kelzam again because he's on a fucking roll today. Honestly, <laughs> as we start more entitled players need to look at the uh, wow. Uh, the chat is scrolling, so it's hard for me to read. Honestly, the day one entitled players need to look at the game around them. They need to look at the account inventory, all the boom boxes they've opened. Okay, that point's moot. And the assistance developed and changed since launch at the behest of player feedback. We've yeah, gotten exactly. a lot of stuff for people that have joined in the game the first three Thank to you. four months. Uh, yes, they're not yeah. sparkly new mounts. Yes, they're not sparkly new costumes. Um, it, I, I don't, I don't understand the player entitlement feeling. Like, I honestly, I, I, it may not, it may just be me and the way I've played games for a long time. If, if I can't access it through other means, then I don't te- 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 technically need it. But I don't see that I'm not entitled to anything. I don't need a shiny gift box to make me keep playing. The game itself should be the reason I keep playing. There's also the 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 point that uh, it's an MMO, and these things happen on a regular basis. You on might all get MMOs. Tomorrow. Like, it, it's. You don't need every single time they release something to be for you. That's not how it works. They've got your business. They do not need to. I mean, they need to make they you happy by giving business. you con- yeah. content, but they also need to work on getting new people in. That. And I mean, we need to look at the things that we've got. We got the squirg hat and costume. We got the we got the the hover mount. Uh, the like the the bike thing we've gotten um we've gotten so much in the game already just for being there and if you are a truly a, a day one supporter of this game guess what we get we get a one year anniversary roused hour just right? throwing that See, one out that's there. another example that's going to happen yeah remember all of our opinions on our own so if you hate any of our opinions you can find me at, at docqt Instead of like giving Bahalter or Krug any BS, <laughs> I mean, why'd you pick Bahalter and Krug? I don't know. I just like picked two random names out of it. So if you really don't like the fact that I think that some people are entitled babies, then instead of giving the show a bad name, either show a bunch of hate, 
just go at DocuT and just lay it into me because I really don't believe that that mentality is is conductive to it. I do agree with them though in that the randomness of the of the prizes is unnecessary. I don't and, need to buy four boxes and hopefully get all three items. Yeah, RNG is well, annoying yeah. when it comes to, when it comes to my money. RNG is super annoying. Yeah, like three. It's it's just like okay. So here's how the subscription model is going to work from now on, guys. You're going to pay fifteen dollars a month, and there's a fifty fifty chance you'll be able to play the game that month. RNG. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> and then you can pay fifteen dollars if your month doesn't come up as a month you can play. You can pay fifteen more dollars for a chance to roll again. And well, Clownstar put into the chat that uh, that's such an awesome name, by the way. Just gonna say um, he puts out a fair point and something that some people have thought of as well is maybe that yeah. this promo box idea is testing a wa- testing the waters for maybe a more extreme version of an in-game shop. Basically, maybe the a mentality is how far can they push you until the backlash is too great, and then go just below that. Which is what we talked about last week as well. We had said that this is a test to determine because they have the analytics to see who's really buying these boxes. Is Are the people buying these boxes new players that haven't? Or are they existing players? <laughs> or are they just who, Halter? <laughs> <laughs> who's owned every single box copy. That's why there's no more. If you're wondering why you don't have a box copy anymore in your local store, it's because of a Halter. A Halter has it. <laughs> the Northeast so, so, is tapped. so so no joke i mean that that's that's a legitimate thing you know hey look at guys we're seeing that the 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 income that we're getting is from current players they're not from new players so maybe a cash shop is a good idea because we can offer these uh you know skins we can offer these mounts we can offer these things in a cash shop to be able to get these things um interesting thought i mean i I don't know how I feel about that completely. I mean, I I would be okay with it if if I continued to use my subscription and I got that new monthly item. Sure, I'm down. You know what I mean? But but that goes back to Avid's uh tinfoil hat thing is, okay, each month they release three different items. Uh with your subscription, you get a box, a boom box that uh gives you uh, one of three items that they released that month, and that item isn't soul bound, and that item can be put on the auction house for money or to trade with other people that got one of the other items that they didn't want. So that kind of goes back to Avid's point and 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 kind of supports him on that. And I, I want to bring this up as a little bit of an end because we're going to do something special and then end the show because we're coming up a little over an hour. Uh, Ox HDTV says, you know, why would it be for new players? As far as I know, they've only promoted the sale on their own site and Reddit. Now, what a lot of companies do, if they're planning a big media push outside of the digital realm, they have planned this out for months and months. And they've made uh, physical materials to give to their, their distributors. Uh, I believe that's going to be changing more with the, with the market being the way it is. People are buying more and downloading more digitally instead of going to box retail stores. But these kind of sales and promotions don't, whether or not it's for a physical or digital copy of a game, uh, are often spread by word of mouth. So I made the example last week. I'll say it again. Uh, say around Christmas time, Diablo 3 goes on sale for 20 bucks. Best Buy has no physical promotions for it. Target has no physical promotions of it. It's just a page on Blizzard's site. Hey, 20 bucks, Diablo 3, come and get it. We don't know where it's going to... It'll be up for like 24 hours. From there, it's... It, it, that could be for new players and old players. They really want new players to come by the game. That's their chance. And it spreads like wildfire through the brush. And so long as someone's talking about it, it'll eventually... It will... It's probable, statistics show, 
that those kind of things do reach the ears of people that have not heard of it. I mean, other sites that typically don't cover the game or lightly cover Wildstar, they do cover Wildstar. They were talking about this box promo. Other subreddits, like the MMORPG subreddit, or other forums, other games, other social media sites were suddenly talking about this game for the last few days, going, why is the community so so split on it? What's up with this promo box? And people that have not seen the game or haven't played it or haven't heard of it since launch are suddenly now exposed to it. That's That was the job done. Whether or not it translates... Whether or not it translates into actual copies for newer players, we'll see. In fact, I believe eight copies tonight, definitely not for not bought for new players, but new players take advantage of it. Um, but those kind of promotions typically just kind of go. They're just out there in the ether, and then it spreads from there. Uh, so from there, we're going to slowly wrap up this show. It's uh, I, uh, I actually do want to say uh, thank you, Behalter and Avid, for, for yes. coming on this week. And I, I hope we didn't mush you out of the conversation or anything too much. Yeah. No. Sweet. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we, we talk a lot. <laughs> you talk a lot. I, I do talk a lot. <laughs> Someone's got to ringlead us. <laughs> but uh, me being the hypocrite I am and hating the, the idea of the random boxes does not uh, discount the fact that we actually have three more copies of a physical box giveaway, one of which we're giving away this week. Yes. Indigo, you want to take it from here? Yes, so we are going to do uh, another drawing uh, for the box tonight, right here live on the stream. And uh, we're going to uh, remember how to use it, which is a keyword. And we're actually going to do keyword, uh, was it wild Q? Wild Hashtag Q. wild Q. So I'm going to yeah, try so typing it again. W-I-L-D-Q-U-E-U-E. I think I spelled that right. Enter. That hashtag I put in there, hashtag wild Q. Whether or not it's capitalized, whatever. Uh, I don't know if it doesn't matter or not. Falter, uh, really? You uh, you put your name in there? Falter <laughs> <laughs> wins. If Falter wins, I gotta. We I, I demand again, a reroll. But we will steal one of Falter's boxes and set it on fire. That is what we will do. We're gonna give away one box code. It's a physical box. Uh, it'll have the one month free playing time and the uh, and obviously the random chance roll of the Snarfling, Links, the Glitter Kitty, and Marauder. And as people are starting to put in their hashtags into the into the chat, I'm going to be vamping a little bit more. We're going to give it another minute or so, and we'll talk about what we're going to do for the last two boxes. Yes, yeah, actually, Krug, do you want to take that over since uh, you're kind of the master of that? Certainly. So we've gotten a little bit of feedback saying that uh, people want to enter that don't have time to be a part of the Twitch stream, which is totally understandable. So on the Q Times page, we've made uh, a basically a form that you can fill out in order to enter the um, the the drawing while we're not streaming. So we're going to start the uh, contest after this post. I'm going to post the link to the Twitter, my Strange Tales Twitter account, which is at strange underscore tales so you can find the link there we'll also be putting it across a bunch of other social media just in case people want to find it yeah. and uh, on the mp3 that means that it's been about two to three days since the recording uh if we're recording on sunday the tw- or sunday the 26th you'll most right. likely see this on sunday the or monday or tuesday the 27th or 28th right uh, and so this form basically um is a way for you to kind of uh help us grow a little bit so it asks you to do a couple of things on our behalf which is visit our facebook site visit our twitter site follow us on twitter and tweet and for each thing that you do you get an extra entry a lot of you are probably familiar with it um it's from a company called rafflecopter Uh, and so basically go through fill it out make sure that the email address that you put in is valid we're not going to use it to send you any messages unless you win in which case we'll use it to get in contact with you and discuss how you want to receive the prize 
Um, and there are other rules and stuff listed on that page for you. So keep an eye on the uh, Strange Tales Twitter account where I will be posting the link to that giveaway page. Uh, and you can uh, enter for next week's drawing. I'd like to mm-hmm. say, uh, I love uh, Cadium might have misspelled something. I don't know, just saying. <laughs> Wild Q. <laughs> Why Wild does Q. Cadium want a box copy of her own game? It doesn't make any sense. She's holding it for ransom if she wins. I, I think <laughs> it on purpose, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so just reiterate, we're going to do the raffle in just a moment. We are doing this, the last box tonight for people that are here in the live stream. At the end of this show, we're going to unleash the raffle for next week. We will tell, we will close it before the show, and we will announce the winner at the end of week three. So, Indigo, yeah, so are you ready? I, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, all right. And the winner is, ready for it? <laughs> Randon142. <so. laughs> Randon142 is the winner Randon. for this week's code. Right so on. just uh, just send a message uh, in chat. You can say anything. You can say Doc sucks. I don't care. You just uh, <laughs> you can say whatever you want. Uh, just to let me uh, let us know that uh, you actually are still here and you saw and uh, and we'll, we'll we'll send you a message. Um, but until then, um, is there any last minute or not last minute last bit of conversation we want to have or anything like that? Yeah. I've got a completely different thing. Yeah, go for it. Okay. All right. I've got PAX Prime on the brain because it is almost getting to be time to buy tickets here. It's about four months away. You're going to give me your ticket. Um, what? Hey, he Nothing? replied. So, uh, hey, <laughs> Ray, Radon? I, I, I'm sorry. I'm well, wait. We just interrupted Avid. Let him talk. <laughs> I just wanted to communicate to Radon really quick. Uh, we're going to be sending you a message via Twitch, and we will uh, discuss with you how you want to receive your prize and all that good stuff. And you're welcome. He said thanks. I wasn't just being condescending. He said thank you in chat. I wanted to make that clear to the podcast people. Sorry, Avid, I interrupted you. Go ahead. (sighs) Anyway. (laughs) So so, so all I wanted to say uh, about PAX Prime coming up is that, you know, I definitely want to to have a community meetup for anybody who's going to be there. I'm definitely going to be there. Um, We don't know at this point whether or not Carbine's going to be there and or whether they'll host an event or not. But I definitely want to make something happen for our community at PAX Prime. So uh, keep your ear to Wildcast for that because I will be talking about it in the upcoming months. Cool. Awesome. And there will be uh, links in the description for, I mean, I guess, would that be on your Twitter that you would talk about that? or? or... Yeah, we'll definitely talk about it on Twitter as we get closer to uh, late August. Sweet. That's awesome. when it is. Oh, my God. I'd love that. That'd be great. I want to go to PAX Prime so badly. <laughs> nice. Take a road trip up to Seattle. Be nice. Yeah. You're pretty local to it, if I'm not mistaken, right? Well, yeah. Well, I'm in the Portland area, but my brother, uh, I grew up in the Seattle area, and my brother's still up there, so I get to crash on his couch. So, so what's, this awesome. thing that, what's this thing that like falls from the sky? I, I, I don't know what happens. Like Bad things can tend to happen when it falls from the sky, it's and it happens rain. a lot. Oh. oh. We're only it's used water, to... man. It's okay. We have I... this thing called sunlight. It's great. It's like I could take a we shower with it, right? Blue skies. What? The stuff that freezes when it hits me. I, <laughs> I don't believe either of you. This is just a myth now. <laughs> we, the three of us in Strange Tales, we live in Southern California, and it's been insane. I mentioned before the show, it rained for like five minutes yesterday, and I almost ran buck naked out in the street of the rain dance going, hi yeah, thank you for rain, uh, as I insult any Native Americans in our audience. You just insulted <laughs> <Wow>. ever. <laughs> 
I, I love a rain dance personally. That, that's a great, great ending point. That's a great ending. So for those of you who are watching still on the live stream, we do have a post show we typically tend to do. Uh, Avid and Behaltiers are more than welcome to also stick around for that. We might jump into the game as well. But as we roll wrap up this week of Strange Tales from Outer Space and Wildcast, I'd like to introduce our awesome panel one more time. We have Avid Guru. Am I, is, am I supposed to promo my stuff now? I'm sorry. I'm that's sorry. You just, you just, all you say is goodbye. <laughs> or if you uh, want to, to plug either one. All right. Uh, so come check us out uh, on Twitter at Wildcast Podcast. I am at Avid Guru. And also come check out Mog Nation Gaming. Yeah. Awesome. And Behalter? Uh, hi. I'm Behalter. And thanks. <laughs> you, you, go? Can, you can follow him at Simply Pete on Twitter. You can. You can. And we have Indigo? Uh, bye, guys. Uh, as always, you guys can get me at Indigo Jones QT on Twitter and uh, Facebook, uh, the website, everywhere. Just, just, just find us. <laughs> and last but not least, uh, oh no, no, it's just me too. Uh, Krug. Uh, I am Krug. Uh, I actually want to specifically ask you all to email me at Krug C R O O G at QTimes.com because well, last time I asked. Harder. I got a couple emails and they were nice. So please email me, Krug at QTimes.com. Uh, you can also get in touch with me via smoke signal. Um, as long as you are above 32 latitude, uh, that would be great. And uh, you can also get in touch with me by Carrier Pigeon. My uh, pigeon receptacle at my house only accepts pigeons by the name of Earl. So you have to have <laughs> Earl. But that's pretty much how you can get in touch with me. And I'm Doug. How do you find... spell QTimes? <laughs> Times, good sir, is spelled Q-U-E-U-E-T-I-M-E-S <laughs> dot com. Uh, and my name is Doc. You can find me on Twitter. Is the best way to get a hold of me at DocQT. That's it for this week. It's Strange Tales Matter Space, episode 42 and Wildcast. Have a good night, everybody. Yeah.